Bokar Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with the Igarat Haramban, and we've been discussing for the last few Shurim, we've been discussing the uh, matter of Tefillah, Kavanah, paying attention, focus in one's Tefillah, thinking about one's words before one speaks them, and the concept of having a pure Tefillah and having one's Tefillah to be straightforward, accepted in front of Hashem. We ask Hashem to prepare our hearts, and uh, Hashem listens to the prayers of the heart when the prayers are focused and uh, prepared before Hashem. So here he quotes from uh, the tour in uh, Orach Chaim, who says that many of the Hasidei Ashkenaz, Hasidei Ashkenaz were uh, mystical, very uh, pious, mystical Chachamim who lived in medieval Germany. So they would meticulously study the significance of each word in the Shemona Esrei. Every word in the Shemona Esrei was considered to be significant to them. And they showed how not one word is superfluous. Usually when we explain, maybe we'll explain, a, we study the Shemona Esrei, so we'll explain a phrase, but maybe a whole bracha, or, a, or maybe even as specific as a phrase, but we won't necessarily uh, see uh, the depth within each individual word. But the Hasidei Ashkenaz, they took the, each word of the, of the Amidah, the Shemona Esrei, so seriously that they demonstrated how no word is superfluous, and they had insights for each and every um, word in the tefillah, I mean the number of words in the tefillah they found depth to. So Rabbi Foyer quotes Rav Chaim of Valajan and Nefesh Achayim, who also writes to this idea of the importance of every word in the Amidah prayer. So he says that the Anshik Knesset Hagdolah, he's quoting this from the Nefesh Achayim, the Shar Bet, which is the Shar, that's the part of the section of the uh, section of the Sefer about tefillah. So he says the Anshik Knesset Hagdolah, the men of the great assembly who composed the text of the Amidah, there were 120 scholars. So some of these were not just uh, scholars, but they were Nevi'im as well. They're not just Chachamim, they were Nevi'im as well. We know uh, Mordechai, we're very close to Purim now, so Mordechai was one of the members of, members of the Anshei Knesset HaGadolah. So what these men achieved, Rabbi Chaim Velazhin says, can never be duplicated. They invested each word of the liturgy with the power to affect all of creation from the smallest atomic particle to the most enormous galactic mass. So the idea is that these Chachamim who composed the Amidah, they weren't just anybody who composed the Amidah. They weren't just poets or gifted uh, writers who composed the Amidah. But they were men of the Anshei Knesset HaGadolah, including Nevi'im. And they had, through their Nevu'ah, through, through their uh, Ruach HaKodesh, they saw an incredible, they, they envisioned an incredible depth and they, and they determined an incredible depth in each word that they used. They chose their words with a huge amount of forethought and somewhat with nivuah as well. And they gave power to each word. The power to affect all of creation. Even the smallest particle to the most, the largest planet, Everything in the universe is affected by the words of the tefillah, and that's they, they chose the words that were affected. He says here that they gave the words the power. I assume what he means that they chose the words that had the power, and they chose the combinations of words that had that power. And then he says, the next point is, moreover, the effects of every word never remains the same. Each time a person prays, his words leave a different impression on the cosmos. So, Every tefillah that a person has, the effect on the world is different. You know, he said the same words, but his thoughts are different, his intentions are different, he is different. And most importantly, the world is different. 
I, he doesn't mention it here, but I remember in the Nefesh HaChayim, I think in the notes there, he points out that we say in the Tefillah, Hashem is mechadesh betuvo v'choyon tamin ma'asev reshit. Hashem, He renews the creation of the world each day. I mean, each moment in time is actually not a continuation of the world as we knew it before, but it's actually a new world, a new recreation, a new re-existence of the world that Hashem creates. So part of the, the, why would Hashem do such a thing? So first of all, the ability of man to change, the ability of man to do Teshuvah is very much interrelated to that concept of the world rechanging, the world restarting, the world that a person existed in and maybe made a mistake in yesterday is not the same world that he is now going and effecting tomorrow. The world that he's relating to the next day is a different world. And therefore, the potential for Teshuvah is, is there because a person is relating to a different space. We discussed in earlier sure how it's a different person. But it's also a different world. It's perhaps a different person in a different world. And that allows the, for a person's ability to, um, to change his ways, to change who he is, and to, to do the mitzvah of teshuvah, to fix his path, to repent for his past mistakes. So he says that each tefillah has a different effect on the world. Because as we said, the person is different and the world is different. The impact of the evening prayer is not the same as the impact of, of the prayer offered on the previous morning, right? What he prays at night is not the same as the morning before this. Ponder this. The men of the great assembly composed their words of prayer thousands of years ago. From that time until the advent of Mashiach, myriads upon myriads of prayers will be uttered, right? From the time of Anshe Knesset where they originally established the prayers, remember this is mostly between the first and the second Beit HaMikdash, they didn't have the Korbanot anymore, they didn't have the Beit HaMikdash anymore, and they now have to create a new way of praying, they had to create a new way of relating to Hashem, they had to focus on, a, they had to create a, a fixed text for the praying of Hashem, it had to be something that was uh, unified, that was uh, wherever people would be, they would have this idea, that something my, my wife mentioned to me, I overheard her, she told me that she mentioned to somebody else recently, that as the Jews spread out after the, during the exile, the Jews spread out to many different places, they needed to have a uniform form of tefillah, especially one that directed them what they should be praying for so that even in Galut people would know what they should be praying for and which explains why so much of the tefillah is about the rebuilding of Yerushalayim and the building of the Beit HaMikdash etc. because as B'nai Israel are in Galut so the Chachamim HaShem Knesset HaGadolah created a text to direct them what they should be praying for while they're in Galut even though they're going to be far away from the Beit HaMikdash and furthermore as I mentioned before because the now they didn't have the Beit HaMikdash anymore so tefillah has a much uh, more central role so for all those reasons HaShem Knesset HaGadolah created a text and that text was going to be repeated thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, if not millions of times from the time of the until the, the days of Mashiach. So he says, in that whole time, no two prayers are the same. No two prayers are alike because each time the world is different and the person is different. Each two prayers, no two prayers have the same impact on the world. And each prayer has some impact. It changes the world, not just because for the things that I pray for, but prayer impacts the entire cosmos from the tiniest, tiniest subatomic particle to the greatest 
uh, creation and size in the world, the greatest planet, all are affected by a person's tefillah. So he says all this is possible because of a spirit of divine prophecy that guided the authors. Through them, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself implanted within each one word infinite power and unlimited effect. Through the Nivuah, Hashem communicated through the Nivuah of the Anshek Knesset HaGdolah into each word in infinite power and unlimited effect through each word of the tefillah. So not one word of the tefillah can be taken lightly. And you'll see many writers are very, many of the chachamim, not writers, many of the chachamim are very, very careful to try to figure out the exact wording of the tefillah. So what does it make a difference? You add a word here, subtract a word here. So he says, Rechaim Velazhin says, no, it makes a world of a difference because each word in the tefillah was constructed, was directed in a certain way so that it has an infinite effect, an infinite impact on everything in the world. And no tefillot, two tefillot have the same impact on the universe. And that's why a person's nusacha tefillah is so important. The person should do his best to maintain his or her nusacha tefillah, their customs, their minhagim, because they, each, each tefillah has its own role, its own impact. Each text has its own role and own impact in this world. And he says, since no human being can possibly fathom the awesome depth of each word of prayer, one should rather pray with pure and simple intent. A person should have a simple intention when he reads the words, because we can't get to the deeps, the deepest depths of the words of the tefillah. As he pronounces each word, he should picture in his mind's eye a mental image of the actual word. Think about the word in one's head as it is written. He should concentrate on raising the words heavenward to their celestial source. So he imagines the words in his head and he imagines the words going up to Shemaim as he says them. The incredible deep impact that each word has. One who prays in this fashion will truly make an, make an impact with every word that he utters. So a person realizes the depth, the importance, the significance of every word of tefillah and then he, the way Rav Chaim Velazhiner suggests, actually Ben Yishchai actually quotes this from Rav Chaim Velazhiner. It's very interesting. But as far as I know, the only place Rav Chaim quotes Rav Chaim Velazhiner so he says that a person should have in mind the image of the words. To, it help, a, it helps with Kavanah, and B, he imagines those words going up to Shemayim, and he focuses on the simple meaning of the words, but realizes that there's an infinite depth to each word that he is reciting in the Tefillah. Okay, have a wonderful day, everybody. The next year we'll continue with the Tefillah. Kol Tuf, take care.